0: Blondes with glasses, they can't sing. Blondes with glasses, let's do this podcast thing. Hi
1: Shannon. Hi Becca. <laughs> Once again this is very exciting because we're in the same room. Yeah. So I mean as all podcasts probably should be but not for us. Not for us. <laughs> it's really annoying when we don't live in the same city. Yeah. But yep. anyway, we have been in the same city for the last three,
0: four, four days. days, and three of those days, we went to AwesomeCon. Yep. And if you don't know, AwesomeCon is a comic book, sci-fi Five. fan convention mm-hmm. in Washington, D.C. Yes. This is its third year, right? You yeah. Saw? Which surprised me when you told me that. I did Just not crazy, know. crazy, because there were like 60,000 people there. That's insane. Yeah. Insane. It was giant. It was huge. <laughs> I mean, we walked a dozen miles, I think. Yeah, bet. yeah. <laughs> it was very spread out, so it was nice. Yeah, it was, we definitely got a workout in between all of the uh, brain workout we were getting with all of the, this uh, interconnected fan yeah. relation stuff. It was great. All the
1: panels we went to. So many panels
0: this year, because last year we went, we only went to one panel. Yeah. And it was an improvement this year because we did all three days. Yeah. And we went to... At least like two panels a day, right? Yeah, three.
1: Yeah, at least way. two a day. Yeah, three one day.
0: Yeah. Um, so if you had to rate it out of ten, ten being the highest, how would you rate it this year as compared to last year?
1: I would probably say like a good eight or nine out of ten. Mm-hmm. Um, I I am thinking about the duds in terms of the panels, which was yes. I <laughs> think we if we went to. S- Let's say we went to seven panels. Yeah. And I think for each of us there were one or two were We're does.
0: Yeah. Which is not bad. Not bad at all. Yeah. Especially considering like it's all, a lot of those panels were fan run. Mm -hmm. It wasn't like, we weren't going to panels hosted by Hayley Atwell from AJ Carter. True. It was like fans talking about fandom and things like that. Yeah, So you never know what you're going to get with a panel like that. Right. But I think we learned a lot at the panels. Yeah, what, what was the name of the one that made us really really heated? We had a very heated discussion on the metro afterwards. What was that one called? Uh,
1: was it the strong, the problem of the strong female character? That's what it was. Yeah. 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 Cuz that was my favorite. It was it's all talking about the trope of the strong female character, which isn't that something we wanted to get or something we did or I know that you wanted to do macho women, which yeah. I'm pretty sure is the strong female trope. Yes. Right. Yeah. Oh my gosh, so, are we finally going to talk about finally, this topic? We can
0: finally do it. Oh what? my god. It's like reaching the <laughs> promised land. This has been number one on my list for so long. <laughs> Let me get my notes. Okay, <laughs> Actually, great. I remember because we were in that panel and somebody mentioned Haywire, right? That was the panel where somebody mentioned Haywire? Possibly, yeah. And I was like, thank God insult. somebody mentioned it. Yeah, and salt. Because I was like, nobody ever talks about those ladies at that
1: in those movies, and they're great, yeah. but at the same time, when I when I would hear, i the salt was brought up by the by the guy who came up and was like, I don't understand what your problem is. There's plenty of women.
0: Yeah, I and don't then get it. Say, That's he, what he, he, how he, he started. He
1: started by saying, I don't get it, and you're <laughs> like, oh, this is gonna be great, and he was like, you know, I I really like salt or whatever, and I'm like, sure, that movie was fine. Um, but it was, what, seven years ago at this point? Yeah, probably. Like, maybe more? It was you definitely, know? we were in
0: college when it came out. Early, yeah.
1: early college years. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah. So, you know, five, six, seven years ago. Yeah. This movie came out. And you can have, you know, one every, like, year or two. Mm-hmm. You can be like, well, what about that? Yeah. That solves the problem, doesn't it? And it's like, you can literally not name the amount of male fronted action
0: movies. Right. And they all bleed (laughs) together. In the last six months, you couldn't name all of them. Every Tom Cruise movie that's ever existed. Yeah. So the thing with Salt that makes it special is, in the same vein as Alien, was Ripley was originally written as a male character and they just made her, they cast her as a woman. Right. The same thing with Salt, Angelina Jolie saw the script and was like, I want to play that character. Mm -hmm. And they were like, okay. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) You are in charge. And so they just changed a couple things here and there. But, i it's been a while since I've seen that movie, but what I remember of that movie is that they do, it's not like, what did I say? We were on the Metro and I was like, it's not a woman in a man's body. Did I say it the wrong way again?
1: Remember, Yeah, it was like, <laughs> it's not a
0: man in a woman's body. Right, it's not that, which I think maybe Alien is a little bit like that. It's definitely, she's a female character yeah. in Salt, which I think is a step forward from mm-hmm. Alien and Ripley. But okay, so here are my notes. I just, I'm gonna just run through all of them. Okay. G.I. Jane, which I made you watch. Yes, right? excellent okay. movie. Edge of Tomorrow, Cora, mm-hmm. Yep. Sarah versus Felicity in Arrow, The 100, Salt, Peggy Carter, Xena, Haywire, Fast and Furious Women. Okay. Okay. <laughs> just go. That's everything I wanna say. <laughs> oh, okay, end of conversation. <laughs> Great no. No, so I guess the so let's start with GI Jane because okay. I I made you watch that like as when we started making this podcast it was mm-hmm. right after I gotten my right before I gotten my wisdom teeth out right. and you came to visit me tend to be in my sickness <laughs> and I made you watch that movie and you liked it a lot I right? loved it yeah I loved it because
1: this goes back to what we were discussing yesterday so we'll fill the audience in because they weren't there while we were ranting on the metro <laughs> but um, the idea of you have a female character. And, like, they were talking in the panel, but, you know, writing the writing the character and then being like, oh, and she's female. Mm-hmm. And, like, just throwing that on at the last second. And you're like, oh, okay, well, then she's a great, well-rounded character or whatever. But you're sort of also removing her femaleness. Right. Which, like, there's something, there's certain situations, like G.I. Jane, where her femaleness informs how she interacts with the world and how the world interacts with her. Yeah. And it's not, it, it with that movie, you know, you couldn't just be like, yeah, we had a, we wanted to have a Navy SEAL going through training and we decided, ooh, let's make it a woman. Right. Because that
0: completely changes the narrative and mm-hmm. the character. The whole movie is both about her as a woman and not, it's, yeah. it, it matters that she's a woman and it also doesn't matter. right? That's what we came down to. Yeah. It's like, it needs to be both. It can't just yeah. be, it doesn't matter, we'll just make her a woman. But yeah. it also can't be... Like all woman, all the time. Yeah, it
1: can't be. Woman is a character trait. Exactly. You know? Which is another. That's something that like really came came through that panel that we saw was it was just woman and or you know minority or mm-hmm. gay or something is yeah. not a character trait. Right. You know, it's it's not just dis- it doesn't tell you anything about that character. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, not really.
0: Yeah. So I would, I would say in that category of like. Uh, doing the balance well is G.I. Jane, Mm -hmm. Furiosa from Mad Max Fury Road, Peggy Carter, probably, from Agent Carter, and a whole bunch of characters from The 100. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And Xena, too. Yes. Yeah. So there's a lot like that. And also, I mean, most of the women that I have on that list, like Edge of Tomorrow, Emily Blunt's Mm -hmm. character, you saw that, right? Yes. Okay, good. Um, Yeah. That's the difference between, like, a lot of people were talking about Underworld mm-hmm. um, and like those movies where it's just like a w- somebody kicking butt and happens to be a woman, mm-hmm. but it's never placed like within her experience. It's yeah. never tell me more about her. It's always just woman kicking butt. Yeah. Which is sort of just like a video game sort of mentality yeah. of like here, player number one. Happens right. to be a woman, <laughs> and that's and you
1: could argue that that's very true of a lot of male action movies. Is that those male action heroes are yeah they're like video game mm-hmm. characters, you know? Like, well, there's a lot of current video game characters that are actual compelling characters now, but mm-hmm. when I think of it, I think of it as just like, ah, oh, isn't he such badass? I'm just I just like this is great wish f- fulfillment, and then I can put myself in him, you know, like. Bella Swan, you know, Twilight, you know, just sort of like an empty Empty shell for you to fill all of your, you know, hopes hopes and dreams dreams into. Yeah. You know, and and nobody wants that for male or female, but it just happens so much more often Mm -hmm. with women, except it's not wish fulfillment, it's just, here's an empty shell Shell of a
0: woman. (laughs) Who cares? Moving on. Yeah, yeah. Okay, and then, so, going back to G.I. Jane. So, if you haven't seen, listeners, if you haven't seen G.I. Jane, I definitely recommend it. It is on Netflix, last time we checked, mm-hmm. in the winter. Um, and it's Demi Moore, and it was very iconic at the time, because I think it was the 1980s, right? Or maybe... No, late 90s. Late 90s. 90s like, almost okay. 2000, I think it was. Oh, that's right. It was Ridley Scott, I think, did it? Yeah, yeah. I think it
1: was, like, 99 or 98.
0: Just Even just go watch the trailer, you'll get a sense of like, what we're talking about, but, mm-hmm. so, spoiler alert for that movie, so if you haven't seen it, stop. It's, it's almost 20 years old, so can we not? Just... Yeah. <laughs> it's a, it Jesus. doesn't matter. And this is also, like, this is a hypothetical spoiler, because I don't know if I told you this already, there was an alternate ending to the film that they tested. Oh. If you remember, the whole thing is her superior, Vigo Mortensen, it, they're out in the desert being ambushed. Right. And he saves, she saves Vigo Mortensen uh-huh. after he's been shot in the leg. Uh-huh. The alternate ending was she died in that scene. Oh, my God. Right? Okay, and then the last scene of the movie with that ending would have been that she's getting, like, an award. What is it called? A medal. A posthumous award. Yeah, a medal from the military. And the woman that was a senator in that movie who was sort of conniving and wanted her to fail, which also was interesting as, like, a woman character. Yeah, yeah. She, it was... It was her giving the speech, and so she's revealed, even though she's evil, to be, like, still masterminding this whole thing. And they pan to the audience, and you see more female recruits in the audience for the seals. Oh. And it's sort of the thing about how, like, she paved the way, gave her life so that other women could be seals after her. Which is... It didn't test well. (laughs) Because everybody wanted her to win, because she's the hero. Yeah. So, in the end of the movie, she survives, and she saves Vigo Mortensen. Yeah. And, uh, all while having boobs. Amazing! <laughs>
1: Unbelievable! Unbelievable! But it uh, wasn't just, like, her transformation to be one of the guys, either. Like, in a sense, that right. she did become part of the team, and she shaved her head and everything so that it would be easier mm-hmm. to, you know, she would have her hair in her face and right. sort of stuff. But at the end, she was always still a woman. Yeah. You know, and that yeah. was still
0: and she was a married. huge part of, yeah, it was yeah. still a huge part of, of who she was. Yeah. Um, Amazing. I just, I love that movie. Ugh, it's so good. Yeah. Haywire, you haven't seen. No, I have not. Okay, so Haywire is Gina Carano from Fast and Furious. Mm-hmm. Six. Six. <laughs> Always got to think about it. Um, And she, she originally was a stunt woman. Yeah. And they were like, you're... Pretty fantastic. Let's instead of hiring an actress, let's just hire you as the actress and the stunt woman. And it's her basically kicking every male lead's butt. So Michael Fassbender mm-hmm. and Antonio Banderas, Ewan McGregor, uh, Channing Tatum <laughs> gets beat up a lot. It's fantastic, and just for the stunt work alone, that movie is great. But I, I think that's so cool that. They, as like a real woman in Hollywood, they were like, you deserve your own movie. Mm -hmm. And she, you know, jumped on the chance and, you know, she has to save her dad at the end. It's great. Mm -hmm. I would definitely recommend that one too. It's not, it's not as good as G.I. Jane maybe, but she's also not like a, she's not Demi Moore level Mm -hmm. actress, so. But that's a great movie. And then we just saw Fast and Furious 7 again Mm -hmm. last night. Uh, Any comments about the women in that besides you miss. Uh, uh,
1: I miss Giselle. <laughs> oh my god! I talked to someone at speed dating yesterday. We uh-huh. we did speed dating at AwesomeCon. Yeah, I talked to someone yesterday, and they were like, "Not a fan of Gal Gadot being picked for Wonder Woman." What? And I was like, "Have you okay?" Seen? I was like, "We only have two minutes to talk to each other. You've already used up thirty seconds. Like, I'm not gonna get into this with you, but I just that's just rude. Yeah. Like, like." <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I've only ever seen her in like two Fast and Furious movies, mm-hmm. but I just there's I just love her, and yes, sure there could have been a million other people to play Wonder Woman, but Ooh, what's you know wrong there's with her? Yeah. what's wrong with her? I just she's great. People who find people who get upset about
0: those like sorts of casting choices, I just like mm. just relax. Well, it's you because know. it's been so long since. There has been a Wonder Woman, I guess, so yeah, people It's are not like Batman,
1: their... where there's where there's yeah. one
0: every other year. And people were upset when Ben Affleck was... Yeah. ...announced as... I said yeah. Affleck.
1: <laughs> <laughs> That's close I though. think it's just everyone has these ideas in their head as to what their ideal blank mm-hmm. would be. Mm-hmm. And then when they pick someone... You, there's always going to be people who are unhappy. Yeah. But I just, at a certain point, it's just like,
0: calm down, you know? Yeah, yeah. people were... Weirded out when they chose Robert Downey Jr. as Iron Man. Yeah, so it can all change after yeah. after you see the movie. Everything changes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes. So I know we both were surprised that there weren't more Furiosa cosplays at Awesome Con.
1: Yeah. Apparently, we maybe it's possible we just didn't see them, and someone else saw
0: them. Yeah. But, but I we saw were there for
1: three days, and we didn't.
0: Yeah, I saw. I didn't see one. Three War Boys, but no Furiosas. Yeah. Which was interesting, but but apparently there was reports. <laughs> yeah. So listeners, if you have cosplayed as Furiosa, please send us your yes. photos because we want to know how everybody's doing the missing like arm slash metal arm. Yeah. Yeah. Is that, it just like a
1: sleeve that you're putting on that has like a bunch of metal parts on it? Mm-hmm. Winter Soldier esque. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So many questions. No. Yeah. Yeah. And then we're gonna steal your ideas. We're gonna <laughs> use them next year when we go back. <laughs> Um, what else did we see that was interesting panel-wise?
1: Um, we did, went to a great one that
0: was, uh, sexism and violence
1: in, uh, in medium, in media. <laughs> um, and, uh, it was run by people who actually work at, like, a domestic violence center. That was fantastic. Um, and so they, and they, but they were also, like, such uber nerds and they knew... Oh my god. Like, everything, but they were also, cl- like, counselors mm-hmm. as well. Yeah. So, it was really great because they... They didn't get to touch on it as much as I wanted them to because it was only an hour, and honestly that that could have been three hours long, yeah, but um they talked about you know how violence on screen in like influences how we perceive the world, how we think, mm-hmm. and can and there's a spike in violence you know
0: correlated with that, yeah, um, and how they as women, also the one man was talking about because he was a Psychologist or mm-hmm. something, and he was talking about how he uses it with with survivors as a tool. Yeah, like finding good media that portrays yeah. how to. Move it's, yeah, on it's and
1: empowering, and, he, and yeah. he said it it, it helps self esteem mm-hmm. to be able to see yourself portrayed at all. Just and if you just see a reflection of yourself, it validates your experience as a person. Mm-hmm. You know, and so imagine not seeing yourself at all, and imagine if you do see yourself, it's being victimized and tortured and hurt and stuff so it was really interesting we talked we mostly the whole hour was talking about sansa on game of thrones and black widow that's right
0: age of ultron
1: um
0: it was it was unfortunate because i i think everybody in that room had a lot more to say yeah like the audience was participating a lot in that one too And it would have been interesting to talk about, like, the new Thor and Mm -hmm. all... There are so many other examples that we didn't get to, and it was a shame. And also, I feel like they touched on Buffy, and I really wanted Mm -hmm. to hear what they wanted to say about Buffy, because they were talking about Joss Whedon's track record, and I was like, wait, wait, I only saw Buffy once, all the way through, go back, I want to talk about it, because I probably missed all this stuff, Mm because I was watching it in binge format, and i I really wish that we had talked about it more because i was i wanna know i wanna I want them to inform me more about the media I've consumed right <laughs>
1: I could probably actually direct you to some master post about oh, Sweden <laughs> and the, <laughs> okay. the problems people have with him yeah, how he's treated uh, actresses and oh yeah, stuff
0: like that. Yeah, well, I never watched Angel, which I think was a big mm-hmm. one I've heard about before. Yeah, so and also Dollhouse. So
1: oh, you haven't seen Dollhouse? No, I have
0: seen Dollhouse. Oh, you have? Yeah, okay. but I, I've, I definitely picked up on everything wrong in Dollhouse. Yeah, I had a yeah. lot of problems with Dollhouse. Uh, yeah,
1: yeah. I think I could probably go off for a whole another rant about how male directors and creators or whatever can have duds and still work, mm-hmm. and women. Everything they have to do. I mean, it, that came up a lot too. You basically you have to be twice as good to be considered half, half as, as good. successful. Yeah. yeah, and so with women directors, you know, everything you do has to be a hit. Mm-hmm. And if if one thing isn't, then you're out. Yeah. You know? And men, they can put out crap after crap. Yeah. You know, there are directors who you see, they're like, yeah, the past five movies that guy did was garbage, but mm-hmm. he's still putting out movies. Yeah. Or just like. Woody Allen.
0: <laughs> He's oh still my working.
1: God, I know. And it's just that movie that we saw the trailer for yesterday. Yep. Looks like garbage. Yeah. And I just It looks so bad. And and he I, I just don't see how actresses and actors are like, yeah, I still want to work with, with this Woody Allen. God, yeah. you know, like maybe 30 years ago. <sighs> he was, you know, I don't know. I don't I don't want, I
0: don't want to say good. <laughs> you know, I don't part know of the Zeitgeist. It's a conundrum for the ages, I'm pretty sure because I don't get it. Maybe we are too young to understand his jeunesse quoi, but I just think <laughs> there's certain
1: directors, you know, I I think Woody Allen is one of them where you where it's the same set of characters.
0: It's mm-hmm. the same Well, he's in every movie. Hey. He writes a character that is him. Yeah, that is the him. It's the, fool. the bumbling
1: Jewish, you know, yes. guy who's just sort of
0: uh,
1: awkward and bumbling, and then the woman who is just sort of mysterious and whatever and, and pretty one dimensional most of the time. And mm-hmm. you just, how many times are we going to watch that movie over and over before we're like, maybe we shouldn't let him keep making movies? Yeah. You know, and, and how many times is it not going to do great in the box office and critically before yeah. people are like, no, maybe we're not going to green light this next one?
0: Well, he'll be dead soon. <laughs> <laughs> This guy dark. (laughs) Sorry. Every time I see something from him, I'm just like, "Eh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. What? Oh, I I just... Macho women. I just want to go back to that for a second. So, I know we talk about Arrow a lot on this show, but... Before we go
1: any farther, I I think what started off that panel, which was really great, which we should have done 20 minutes ago, was... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> defining the strong female character Perfect, trope. Yes. Because they did that at the start of the panel and I thought that was really great. Put it, put the whole thing in context sort of thing. So the, the definition of this trope is that the strong female character, you know, she doesn't... She's she's kind of humorless. She is incredibly good at her job. She's, you know, she's kicks butt all the time, but will often need to be
0: saved uh-huh. maybe multiple times yep. by the main protagonist. And eventually she'll defer to him the ma- male protagonist's yeah. knowledge, even though at the start of the film, he wasn't as good at his job right. as she was. Yeah. So they used Gamora as an example. Mm-hmm. And another one that I always think of is Wild Style from the Lego movie. Mm-hmm. Because she was, she could have been the chosen yeah, yeah. one. And it was just like, no, just kidding, it's going to be Emmett. Yeah. The little... And yeah, and most of it, is, she's,
1: she's cold and humorless, but by the end, hopefully the charming... Male protagonist has warmed her icy heart, yes. and they fall in love. So that's sort of the trope of the strong female character, which is just as one-dimensional as if you had a weak female character who always needs to be rescued. Right. You know, no matter what, it's still a, not a dynamic character. It's just it's people saying, "Oh, well, you wanted it. You wanted her to be kick-ass, so here you go." Mm-hmm. And here's a kick-ass character who has no other qualities other than a being kick-ass, right? So anyway,
0: I'm sorry, continue if you wanted to. <laughs> well, that might put in into context what I was going to say, which is the difference, when I originally thought of this topic, I was thinking it was in the midst of all of this Arrow stuff that mm-hmm. we had been talking about. So I was thinking about Felicity and her knowledge of all of computers and her her expertise as compared to the expertise of more macho women like Sarah. Mm-hmm. And now, I guess, what's her face? Her sister Laurel. Laurel. But I don't know... I think they are different. Well, Felicity's definitely different. That's like the nerdy girl who... Mm-hmm. Hacker. Or uh, Abby from NCIS. You mm-hmm. know? Um, but I think the women... The stronger women from Arrow are different than this... Than the strong women of these movies that are like Furiosa. I'm trying to put my finger on it. Like, what is the difference and is it the stereotype?
1: Uh, I don't... I feel like they don't fit into the stereotype of the strong right. female character. They are complex. They do have layers. The problem that I have with them is mostly the way they're treated by the narrative. They're mm-hmm. just... Well, at least with Sarah, you know, she is killed unceremoniously yeah. by and falls on top of a dumpster and is killed off. and. Yeah. There's just not a lot of respect shown for a lot of the female characters, I feel like. There's just not a lot of character consist I don't know. But I-
0: they are also different. So if you look at Laurel, she has a drinking problem and mm-hmm. is a lawyer and everything. So she has she has a very different style than her sister. And then uh Thea mm-hmm. is has this brainwash sort of storyline and she's also uh I just remember. I will always remember that um scene when she gets like hot coffee dumped on her and she has no reaction because oh, of, yeah, you yeah. know she's been trained by you know the league her father who's a member of the league and everything and how that's different than uh Ghoul's daughter and mm-hmm. Nyssa. and you know it's just like there I think there are kernels within that show of really yeah. Great women. Definitely. The problem is... That's what's kept me watching
1: <laughs> for the past three seasons or whatever. Yeah. I kept thinking, well, for a while I just... I really loved Sarah and I loved tuning in to see what was happening with her storyline each week. And I, I, I still want to know, you know, what's happening with Laurel and Nyssa training or whatever. But we just never really get to see that. Yeah. It's all about Oliver. Oliver. And it, they waste a lot of time on useless flashbacks and stuff. So... I don't think it's they've created some interesting
0: characters. They mm-hmm. just haven't done much with them. I think that's the problem. I think the they if they're at like 50% giving their all towards their female characters, mm-hmm. the the example of somebody giving their 100% to the female characters in a in a similar situation is Avatar and Korra. Mm-hmm. Because there are so many different types of female characters yeah. in those shows and they all have Different strengths, different weaknesses, abilities, disabilities, mm-hmm. it, and I will never get over those shows. Mm-hmm. I love <laughs> them so much. And that's, and also that ties into the, like, the macho-ness of Cora mm-hmm. and how she's built differently than your average, like, female comic character, mm-hmm. or, or animated character. She doesn't, she doesn't have that same figure, which I right. think was so important, and it gets glossed over a lot, but she was so muscular... And but still feminine, I don't know, I just love Cora a lot, (laughs) yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. So let's talk about without naming names some of the panels we didn't appreciate and what was wrong with them. (laughs) Okay, I think the biggest dud
1: was can I say Star Trek? Okay, I'm gonna say the Star Trek panels, yeah. So basically, there were multiple Star Trek panels at AwesomeCon, and they were. The panelists were the same Same. for every single one of them. Mm -hmm. It was the same group of four people. What is it? Uh, Yeah, four people. Four people who who were on each panel.
0: Now, I didn't You didn't even go to the bad one. I didn't (laughs) even
1: go to the bad one. We went to 10, 15 minutes of one. And I... Even if they were good panelists, I probably still would have left because I've never seen Star Trek. So I got nothing out of their, like, inside stories about who
0: had drug problems and whatnot. Yeah. But tell tell us about the... uh, sexuality in star trek. Okay, so I wanted to go to this panel because I was so excited to hear like critiques about the the topic was sexuality in Star Trek. And that in itself is fascinating because there are so many different alien species and races and the world of Star Trek is so diverse and everybody approaches things humanity differently. So Over the course of all the different shows, there are so many storylines about sexuality and asexuality and genders and does gender matter. And I was so excited to talk about it or to hear about it. And instead, this panel hosted by these people who are just fans was basically a bunch of guys sitting in front of an audience of, I'd say, 70 to 100 people saying, that girl was so hot. (laughs) <laughs> or the Borg Queen was so hot, I would do her. Even oh, though God. she had, like, tubes sticking out of her head. And I was just like... And they were talking about the actresses as well. And just... It was very demeaning because they weren't... there. It was so surface level. They were just talking about hot outfits and hot women. And there's a woman on the panel. And she mm-hmm. didn't do... Like, she didn't st- try and steer them away. It was... And it's not her job, either. Yeah, But you could tell... That, like, at least half the audience was enjoying it. Mm-hmm. But there were also so many women in that room, and I can't believe that they would be enjoying that. And mm-hmm. you talked to somebody afterwards. I talked
1: to someone at the, at speed dating. Yeah. It was, I think it, it was a, it was definitely a dude. A, it was gay man, and he was, I think he went with the same expectations as you. Like, mm-hmm. we're gonna talk about sexuality in Star Trek. Yeah. And he
0: said it was just god-awful. Yeah. Basically. Yeah, because Star Trek continually pushes boundaries with stuff like that. Like they had the first interracial kiss on American mm-hmm. television and there was a, a subplot in next generation about, a an age and culture and what did it mean for a human male to be with somebody who was not female and you know, and they, they always had to push back against the studio in what they wanted to do because they were living in the 24th century where things mm-hmm. like that didn't matter and it could have been an amazing conversation, and mm-hmm. it was not even close, and it, I was so mm-hmm. disappointed because it, it, there was so much potential, and I just, I was really sad. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I think basically we learned that we're going to apply to be panelists next year. Yeah. Because I think you just have to be
0: articulate. <laughs> yeah, and you got it. Yeah. Yeah. I think we can do it. Well, we sort of discussed that we want to do a live show, right? Yeah, yeah. Because the other
1: uh, another panel we went to is called Fake Geek Girls, and it was a, uh, a podcast. Yeah, which we forgot until they which started. Which we forgot talking. until they said this is a podcast, and we're, we're like, oh, oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Got to read these descriptions right before we go in. Um, <laughs> but it was they were basically just like two friends who talk about geeky stuff, mm-hmm. and I was like, well, that's what we're doing.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, and so we thought um and we just asked them afterwards how they how they got to be panelists and you just apply and everything so we're definitely going to look into that for next year. Yeah. That would be super fun. Should we mention that we uh went
0: we cosplayed for the first time? We
1: did for the first time in our lives we cosplayed uh-huh. as basically an inside joke yeah, <laughs> which but... is the Rock and Amy Polar from Motocross 2 a movie that doesn't exist. I'm
0: sure you all know <laughs> because you've all listened to You've Motocross all listened 2. to every single episode of yeah. Um. <laughs> yeah, but I think, I mean, I saw people looking at us, and I think people generally were like, ooh, I'm not cool enough to know.
1: Yeah, yeah. I, I
0: don't get it. Some- not- I
1: don't get it. I guess it's just some yeah. th-
0: something I missed. Yeah. yeah. But nobody came up to us and said, oh, you're fake geeks. You you didn't get the Rock's tattoo 100% correct yeah. or whatever. Everybody was scared because they knew yeah. we were better. <laughs> but
1: I don't know if you felt this way, but I I felt weird about staring. Like, yeah. I, if someone had a great costume, I'd be like, oh, look at that, and then I'd pretend like I didn't see them. Yeah. Which I'm sure is not what they wanted. I'm sure when they, if they spent hours on their costume, I don't think they would mind if people were like, ooh, wow, look at that, yeah. you know, and looked a little longer, but for some reason, I felt like it was like it's so street ingrained. performers. Yeah, yeah. Where it's just like, <laughs> I appreciate you, look away, you know, <laughs> like, to like, move on, and yeah. it was just, I kept catching myself doing that and being like, I, they dressed so that we could see them. Yeah. You know, they're showing off their costumes and I'm still like, ooh, I shouldn't look. You yeah. know? It's, I don't know
0: what that is. It's, it's ingrained in us that, like, it's rude to stare. So when yeah, you yeah. see somebody, you're like, oh my god, Zena and Gabrielle. And yeah, then you're yeah. like, man, nah, I'm done. I can't look anymore. Yeah. And you filled your quota before it becomes yeah. rude. But you're right. And also, I, I don't think either of us have ever gotten to the point of asking to take a photo with somebody. Right.
1: Because I guess I'm also sort of in this camp where it's like, why? <laughs> like just to be like, look at this other person who had a really cool costume standing next to me, and it's like, yeah. but, it's like them representing a character, and it's not not the famous the person. person. It's not yeah. the famous person. It's just a person who did a good job with their costume, which I'm not putting that down. I think that's right. amazing that they that you can do that, but I. I don't know if I would look back on those photos and be like, look, here I am with someone pretending to be someone else. Yeah. You know, sort of like Disney World, like taking your picture with Goofy or whatever. Right. Yeah.
0: You know. That is true. That is true. Yeah. Well, maybe next year we'll be one step further. I think we do have to do our panel in cosplay next year. Okay. Maybe. We'll see. We'll see what happens. Yeah,
1: we'll see what characters arise
0: that
1: we can look super cool and slick
0: yeah, As. now that Furiosa and Mad Max have been unleashed on the world, I'm sure we will see an influx of new yeah. cool, you know, stuff yeah. next year's also. Awesome. Oh my god,
1: everyone just see Mad Max, please. <laughs> please,
0: that's our recommendation <laughs> this week. Please,
1: make this like... Like, make this pitch perfect, like, Spies coming out next week, like, make those the top grossing movies mm-hmm. of the year. That and, like, I'm fine with Furious 7, but, like, let's just outdo the Avengers.
0: Like, yeah, Like, there's no reason oh. why
1: that needs to be on any records for this God. year. No. There's gonna be a lot more, and there have been mm-hmm. better movies.
0: Yeah. So. Yeah. Give your money. What is it? Somebody said vote that. Vote with your wallet. Vote with your wallet. That's what they yeah. said in the panel.
1: Yeah. yeah. And also, I mean, I feel like we should get Twitter accounts because they're saying you have to tell them why you're, why you are you know, paying oh, no. to no. see something or why you're not paying to see something. <laughs> but I just... I want to be a Luddite for a little bit longer. Oh, no.
0: God, I just... I feel like I'm just going to put off Twitter as long as I possibly can. Yeah. Maybe the day I close my Facebook account will be the day I get a Twitter. Mm. I don't think it's I don't happen. even see
1: myself closing my Facebook account.
0: Like, yeah. Unless something really happens. I just...
1: How am I going to keep Connect. track of yeah. people from high school? Exactly. So I'll never get to swear.
0: <laughs> yeah. Oh, <laughs> uh, man.
1: But yeah, we overall, I think we had a really, really great time at AwesomeCon. Mm-hmm. I think it was, it was if, much better organized than
0: last year. Yeah, if anybody from AwesomeCon is listening, we have to say, much better line control this yeah. year than last year. Nice and spread out. Very much spread bigger out. spaces. Artist Alley. All you have to do to fix that is make the rows straight so you don't have yeah. to leave. Like, it that was put the hard.
1: entrance... So that we you can get to it much from, faster from either end. Yeah, from either end. I don't know why the you had to walk all the way. You had to walk like three blocks, and then Up, and and then, uh, down. and then walk a block back before you could get into Artist Alley. <laughs> and it was just, it was a
0: little it was a little crazy. Yeah, yeah. But. but overall, I yeah. And the panels I think were oh the other thing we had a big problem with is that they they put all the panels that you want to go to at yeah. the same time. So. Anybody working for AwesomeCon, think of yourself as a lesbian. Yeah. And then look through all of the panels and say, I want to go to this, 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 this. And see if they overlap. Because yeah. they will. Yeah. Because that's always how it happens. So, like, LGBT speed dating should not be at the same time as, like... Diversity in pop culture.
1: Exactly. You know? That's yeah. not a good idea. Yeah. <laughs> don't, yeah, don't, it's, don't, look at it. As like, if you're interested in feminism and diversity, look at the, the lineup and yeah, and spread see if them out, valid, and, spread, and, and make it so that they don't all happen at the same time. But but I understand there's it's a it's a, it a, a lot it's a yeah. lot of scheduling and it's a lot of you know figuring out mm-hmm. where to put stuff. But but generally, yeah yeah huh. yeah you're pretty good yeah I feel like oh and the one other thing is put the description make the descriptions helpful.
0: <laughs> right, talk about the, who the panelists will be.
1: Right, say say who the panelists are,
0: you know. And don't invite back those Star Trek panelists. <laughs> yeah, don't,
1: please. All, uh-huh. God, they didn't even introduce themselves properly.
0: Well, the joke of it all was that we went to that other, what was the other one? Voyager, 20 United No, 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 Wizard. the panel, no. the women in genre panel. And t- three yeah. of the four panelists were in there as... People seeing this panel, and yeah. two of those three got up to talk. Yeah, and one of those was the guy who said, "I don't get it." Yeah, and then had a problem with Johnny Storm being black yeah. in the new Fantastic Four movie. So not only were they making, like the Star Trek panels, kind of lame, they were also making other <laughs> panels kind of lame. <laughs>
1: be okay with them not ever being panelists again, but just going to feminist panels and saying stuff like, I don't get it. So then, really intelligent, articulate panelists will have to be like here's why it matters exactly. and like explain their rules and make it uh, even stronger because I did enjoy that part that got I think that gets me fired up yeah. you know people saying like I don't get it here is a token character from seven years ago like be happy with that like yeah. there's nothing you can do it's the way the industry is oh, like God. <laughs> and then and then here's an example of a woman executive who is who like was saying something sexist yeah. It's just like okay, great, thanks for your token. You know, one n- example. One example <laughs> that suddenly destroys here's the, the entire, entire institution. Of the data yeah. <laughs> that you are ignoring. Yeah, here's the overall trends that indicate yeah. that you are wrong. But yeah, I think yeah, I yeah. That's
0: mm-hmm. all I have to say about that. Well, that's all I have to say about macho women. I we guess. did it. We did we it. We did it. Yeah. 6 months later. Oh my god. It. Okay, well, do you have a recommendation for me?
1: Um, I do have a recommendation. I feel like this goes with the nerdy um, theme of the of Awesome Con, but I saw a TV show. It's a Yahoo original mm-hmm. show, like Community. Yep. Not
0: uh, not Community. <laughs> not
1: really, but it's it's there. Okay. Anyway. I think it's only got, like, eight episodes, um, but they put them all up at once on Yahoo. It's called Other Space, and it's ball—it's by Paul Feig, oh. who did, you know, uh, Bridesmaids yeah. and Heat and, yeah, all that sort of stuff. Um, and it's just, like, this space comedy where it's just a bunch of dorks um, get stuck. It, like, they, like, travel through a wormhole, and they get stuck, and it's just sort of their, like, nonsense Oh, adventures cool. in space, running around, um, and it's just—it's just a—it's—it's—it's just amu- it's, it's a, it's a comedy. It's very amusing. Um, I thought it was fun. Yeah, fun, fun little eight episodes. Fun way to spend an
0: afternoon. Cool. Well, I have two, but one I know it's like half of one because I know <laughs> you're going to watch it anyway. But I just want as a reminder, watch the second half of Outlander. Yes. Because it just ended. The season finale just happened, and now that you are unimpressed. Slash not watching Game of Thrones anymore.
1: Oh, yeah. Did I I mention that I'm officially done with Game of Thrones? Me too! Yeah.
0: (laughs) I think you should switch to Outlander. And this is pending because I haven't seen the season finale yet, but based on the rest of the season, it's been fantastic. Okay. And lots of women being amazing. Multiple women helping women. (laughs) Great. Okay. But my real one this week is Ex Machina, which is still in theaters, Oh, yes. Um, So it's I watched it on the plane when I was coming back over here, and it's very similar to that Black Mirror episode with Haley Atwell mm-hmm. and her with Joaquin Phoenix and a movie that.
1: with Katie Loits from Oh Arrow. Arrow. She does one where she is uh, a robot in like a Ooh. facility, and this guy comes in to like learn about
0: her. Weird. Also, um, Brother from Ana- Another Planet, which we watched in college. <laughs> Do you remember that <laughs> We one? did, yeah. That's a good movie also. But anyway, so it's, it remi- it's like the theory of the uncanny, you know, like people being not okay with robots that are too human and stuff. Um, but I'm interested in, in your opinion on the femininity and masculinity portrayed in the film. Because okay. there are two men and there are two women. And one of those women is the robot Mm -hmm. that they are studying, and it's very interesting to see how, like, how they are portrayed, and I, it's not my favorite movie of all time, I liked her a lot more, I was also really creeped out by her, Mm -hmm. (laughs) like, I don't think I would watch it again, but I, it's definitely worth watching, and it's a thriller, so you're gonna be, like, clutching probably your face and chest and stuff, you know, as you watch it, but... I would recommend it. Okay. I want to hear your interpretation of it afterwards. I definitely want
1: to see it. Um, Also, we saw San Andreas while you were here. Oh my god. (laughs) So, just a general recommendation if you want to see a completely, plot wise, completely standard action flick, but with the charms of The Rock throughout the (laughs) entire movie, and just, it's just a good time, honestly. You're just like you're clutching you're clutching the person next to you the whole time cuz you're like holy shit how is yeah, this yeah, happening yeah. But, I you know it's the rock so we
0: say the day <laughs> but also his daughter was so great his daughter she was she a saved badass the day, too, too yeah um i think i said oh my god in that movie at least 90 times yeah like, i definitely said it like every other minute it yeah. was like oh
1: my god oh, oh my god. god oh my god so in, go see it in so, theaters because yeah. you got to see it on the big screen all the destruction yeah. and um if you have family in San Francisco like I do or if you live there I yeah. apologize because it will it will make, make you, you want to leave make <laughs> you want to leave immediately cuz it's, it's spoiler alert San Francisco is basically destroyed right. <laughs> Um, maybe LA just, doesn't do too great either yeah the
0: whole the, whole the entire area. state of California <laughs> all of the San Andreas Fault <laughs> is a mess yeah um, I would just recommend maybe buying a helicopter so you can just fly out of there when all of this goes down right right just,
1: yeah you know. just have a helicopter on top of your building that you live in mm-hmm. or your house and just yeah. peace out when, peace when out. the shit
0: hits the fan yeah ugh so good alright do you have a um oh Uh, Yes, right, uh, right. right. Work updates for me? (laughs) Yeah, Zach
1: actually has one for us. So uh, I really hope we haven't done this one before. I'm pretty sure we haven't.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Hey, Becca, it's Zach. I just wanted to fill you in on a new uh, business idea that I had. See if you're interested in maybe investing.
1: It's A business where I create super slippery ropes. You know, everything's
0: going really well, but, you know, it's just the science behind it's really hard to grasp. (laughs) Let me know what you think. Bye. Uh, Thank you, Zach. (laughs)